Welcome to Arch Rivals Football, sponsored by Raz Energy and Steiner Sports. Here is your starting lineup. Number 20, Darnell the Playmaker Salins. Number 94, Alex the Bearman Alcazaz. Number 69, Ricky the Preslit Winkowich. And in tribute to our fallen colleague, Arch Rivals Football, Ring of Honor member, Alex Fleming. This show is a Pain Train Pipe Bomb production. Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, how y'all doing on this Wednesday, November 10th, 2021? I am back. The Bearman is back because it is Wednesday, and that means we got to talk some college football. Bearman, how is the state of Texas over there? Well, pretty good. Cold and warm, cold and warm. That's why we get a lot of allergies. <laughs> well, it is what it is. It's been pretty even fair weather over here in uh, Florida. Haven't got, haven't reached the cold spot yet, but I'm pretty sure that will come sooner or later. Um, we are in week 10, Bearman. We are already in week 10. I don't believe it. College football is flying right now. You see, you can't believe it. I mean, it's actually week 11, my dude. Oh, we, we got to recap week 10. <laughs> yeah, that's true. And the bottom line is, where the hell is the time gone, my friend? I don't know. It's just... These weeks are flying right now. I it's mean, so, it's only gonna get faster, dude. Time's really only gonna get faster. It really is gonna just get faster because I, I don't know. It's it's a lot. It's a very lot. And uh, you know how we do? We got to recap week ten. We got to get into the college football playoff. Day second rankings are out. Top five, group of five, and the slate for this upcoming weekend for Saturday. And uh, you know. Takeaways, Bear Man. Takeaways. I'm gonna let you start us off. Well, where do we start off? Well, can we start. Off? Let's start off with a little bit of the Big Twelve because Baylor lost to TCU, and this is fresh after the resignation, the sudden resignation of Mr. Gary Patterson, who had been at the head coach at TCU for well over twenty years. <laughs> Yeah, that is true. Uh, what was the final score? 30 to 28. First game without Gary Patterson at TCU, and they uh handled they gave Baylor a loss. They did very, very impressive, very impressive. Uh, let's see here. Um, Alabama beat LSU. You know why that's interesting? Because you know how many rushing yards they had, Bear Mare? You know what? Enlighten the crowd, my friend, enlighten us. They had six yards rushing. <laughs> Only six. I'm baffled by that. Only six yards rushing. So, uh, I don't know. In a rivalry game, and you can only get six yards against your rivalry, and you're the favorite. Yeah, it's not a good look. It's not a good look. Not a good I mean, look. The, the score, the final score in itself is uh, pretty unconvincing. I mean, 20 to 14. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. So, 
this is going on. Wait, Henry, thank you for joining us. Henry is an Oregon Duck fan, so I know I had to get him to watch because he he loved them ducks. I like the ducks too. The ducks are doing their thing. Ducks are doing their thing. Wade is out in Vegas. Everything's good in Vegas, ain't it? All right. Uh, speaking of Oregon, they went to Washington and beat their rivals. And this game had a lot riding on it because last year, Oregon won the practice of North because COVID, in our case, the Worldwide Bastard, got to Washington. And they had to cancel the game, which gave the game to Oregon. You know, look at the stats from this game. Both quarterbacks from both teams, just less than 120 passing yards for both. Dylan Morris of Washington, 15 for 27, 111 yards. Mr. Anthony Brown, the quarterback for Oregon, 10 for 20, but just 98 yards, a touchdown and an interception. So that tells me one thing. Travis Dye of Oregon, well over 200 yards of rushing, but Washington – Less than 100 yards of rushing. So I'm looking at the stats overall. You know, Oregon, 427 total yards. But Washington, only 166. That tells me Mr. Henry must have uh, loved watching that. So Oregon is rolling. Oregon is rolling. Speaking of a team that was rolling, Michigan State. Michigan <laughs> State. Oh, my goodness. Where they went to? Oh, they went to Purdue. <laughs> they went to Purdue. And what did they do? They got their ass whooped. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. 40 to 29. The second top three victory for the Purdue Border Makers. As of right now, it's from ESPN. They call them the Sporter Makers right now. <laughs> they went to Iowa and gave them a beating. You got Michigan State walking in there with the number three seed from the first college football power rankings, and they gave them a beating. I think Purdue like playing spoilers right now. I think they enjoy this. Well, I mean, they have nothing to lose, right? But it's always Purdue. Remember Ohio State walked in there at number two, I believe it was 2018, mm-hmm. and they smacked them around. Mm-hmm. And speaking of uh, Purdue to Iowa State, that's this week, my friend. Oh, we're going to get to that. We're going to get to that. Oh, we will. In good that, was, that was one team that was not for the unbeaten. There was another team that was not for the unbeaten. You laughed at Michigan State there, man. You ready to laugh again? I don't know if I have the – I don't know if I should laugh, honestly. The White Ford Demon Deacons. Took the trip to Chapel Hill and took a L. 58 to 55. 58 to 55. You knew, you knew eventually the, the teams that we were looking at at the ACC was, was coming up on the schedule. Who's going to really see what Wake Forest was really made of? Test number one, you dropped. You lost at North Carolina. You, I believe you still got Clemson on the schedule. I think you still got NC State, so. Oh, I got the schedule right here. Yeah, they do got NC State, and that's this week. And then they got Clemson next week. So, oh, yeah, wait for us. We're we going to see what you're really made of. And right now, you, you dropped the first one. Uh, 
Tech Bear Man, I hate I hate to bring this school up because I know you don't like them, but we have to talk about it because uh, Texas A and M completely shut down Auburn. Completely shut down Auburn. Indeed, they did. And speaking of Texas A&M, their head coach, Jimbo Fisher, there was actually a little story about him. I think I saw it yesterday that he is that the athletic director of LSU wants him as the LSU head coach starting next year. Jimbo, name is in the hat for the LSU job. Mm. I mean, I it, 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 I was not, it was not from a major – it wasn't from ESPN or anything like that, but – I don't know. You talking about you going jumping from one school to the to the rival school in the SEC West? I don't know. If Jimbo want to do that. I mean, hey, if if LSU offers them the right amount and you know it's a whatever, I mean, don't be surprised if LSU does everything they can their power to uh, lure Jimbo Fisher away from College Station to uh, Death Valley. But you know, Jimbo's building something over there in A and M. He's building something good over there. He is building something good. So we'll have to wait and see. Check and check this out. You ever heard of the Arizona Wildcats? Yeah, you have, huh? They yeah, beat isn't, Cap- that, is, isn't that Rob, Rob Gronkowski's alma mater? Aaron Rodgers, Jared Goff for Cal. Arizona, you they had uh, who came from Arizona? Yeah, Rob Gronkowski, right? Uh, uh, Rob Gronkowski, I think so. He won the big name in that that year, though. I can't remember somebody big came from Arizona. It's mostly basketball players right now, but I get to. How about this though? They beat Cal 10-3, right? They did. Now, now why is Arizona on my week 10 takeaways? Because that win, Bear Man, snapped a 20-game losing streak and 10-game home losing streak. Do you, do you know the last time Arizona won a game? Oh, boy. I mean, it's a long streak, so I've lost count. (laughs) How about October 5th, 2019? Oh, boy. And, yeah, my assumption is correct. Rob Rob Gronkowski did play at Arizona. Cool. October October 5th, 2019, the Arizona Rockets last victory. It was at Colorado, 35-30. A whole two years of Arizona just losing, just losing. So that's why that's on because that's a, that's that's significant for that school. They finally they can finally say they got a win. They finally got a win, and the students rushed the field. So that was that's that's something to be behold, Kirk. So Gene snapped the winning streak. So. Yeah. All right. The second rankings of the college football playoff polls came out on yesterday while we was doing our NFL show. So, uh, Bear Man, we went through the rankings. Go ahead and let the people know what, what you think about the, the second college football playoff rankings. Oh, boy. I mean... I'm a bit baffled, honestly. Uh, and I'm still going to ask, like, in, in your case, is it is it right the way it is right now? Um, 
I'm not going to answer that right now. I'm not going to answer that right now. I do. I find it funny. It's hilarious to me. I mean, I don't. I really don't know what to say. <laughs> this, is, this is hilarious. This, this, this is funny. This, this, this ranking is funny to me, man. It really is. It really is. Well, because you know the you know is it because Oregon is number three? Mm-mm, no. I mean, unless I'm looking at the wrong one, in the top four, if I'm as we all know, Georgia and Alabama is number one and two, but then and it's Oregon. But you know who's under them? Ohio State. Yeah. It is Cincinnati. And Cincinnati is at, is at number five. So all them they moved up the spot because Mississippi because Michigan State lost. They did. And Michigan State is at number seven. And you know who's who's right above them? Michigan. And who's under Michigan State? <laughs> Oklahoma. Yeah. Hold on. Wait, wait, wait. Did we see Michigan and Michigan State play? Yeah, we did. Who won that game? Michigan State. It was at Ann Arbor, too. So... When the first rankings came out, right, last week, if I remember correctly, we saw Wisconsin ahead of Iowa, right? Uh, we did. Because Wisconsin won, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. We saw Fresno State ahead of San Diego State, right? We did. Because they beat San Diego State, right? They did. We saw Auburn ahead of Ole Miss because they beat Ole Miss, right? Mm-hmm. We saw Michigan State at three and Michigan at seven because Michigan State won, right? Yeah. Cincinnati was at six and Notre Dame was at ten because Cincinnati won, right? They did win. Cincinnati is nine and zero if I'm if I'm correct. And then we get to this, and Michigan State's behind Michigan. <laughs> See, this is what I want to ask you: Is this something's not right? Because they lost to Purdue, you gonna give Michigan the jump? But you said last week you you value head to head. This week you're not valuing head to head. I mean, you two weeks in, y'all already inconsistent already. You inconsistent already. You know, some people have the nerve to call to call soccer a corrupt sport. You know what? It's. I think it's going to get close to that time. We might as well call college football corrupt as well. Or the NCAA corrupt. And the thing is, the fact that Oklahoma didn't even move. Yeah, they're just staying perfectly still. They just sitting there. They like, yo, wait a minute. Everybody looked terrible. Alabama didn't blow out LSU. Oregon didn't blow out Washington. Nope. Ohio State didn't blow out Nebraska. Nope. Cincinnati didn't blow out Tulsa. We know Michigan State lost. I mean, are, are, do I dare say the committee is kind of is trying to disrespect the Big Twelve on purpose <sighs> to make to make Oklahoma and Oklahoma State feel some type of way? It all could be true. But we'll never know. I mean, I don't. I don't understand. Is it? This is. I'm baffled by this. This is. This is. This is, this is interesting. I mean, guys, if you're in the chat, let me know. Cause if, if I'm wrong, let me know. Cause I. I still believe. Uh, Michigan State should be the head of Michigan. 
Like Michigan can't get that game back. They can't. They can't get that game back. They they actually lost on the field. What's the same as my argument for Oregon being ahead of Ohio State because Ohio State can't get that game back. You were at home and you lost to Oregon. You can't get that game back. I don't care what you do. Your only hope is Oregon lose so you can jump over them. <laughs> but you telling Michigan, hey, guess what? You don't have to worry about Michigan State because we're going to put y'all ahead of y'all. You, you see the inconsistency? I do. It's, it's, consi- it's, it's not consistent. Like, yo, Michigan State proved it on the field. And I tell, I'm telling you, uh, uh, something's just, you know, fans, you know, for only for so long, fans keep quiet about it. But as long as this goes, this is very likely to keep coming in the next couple of years. I mean, fans are going to be fed up and they're going to start calling out the NCAA if they haven't already. They already have done that. I mean, okay, yeah, obviously, and obviously the NCAA doesn't care, does it? It's going to get worse. If Cincinnati continues to win and they win out and they don't get in, it's going to be hell for college football. You know what's possible? Imagine these Cincinnati supporters or the the school of Cincinnati, we're talking about lawsuits. We're talking legal action. Like, trust me. Y'all better hope Cincinnati gets in because Cincinnati don't get in, it's going to be some problems. It's going to be some problems because there's no way. Especially they go unbeaten. And you talking about Alabama. I believe they lost the game, correct? Yeah. Oregon, I believe they lost the game, correct? Mm-hmm. Ohio State, I believe they lost the game, correct? Yep, to Oregon. Opening week. Michigan State, I believe they lost the game, right? Mm-hmm. Michigan, I believe they lost the game, right? Mm-hmm. To Michigan State. Oklahoma hasn't lost. Hey, Oklahoma's sitting at eight. They ain't even yeah. move a spot. They still they chilling at eight right now. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Even a, even a native Texan like me saying this is not right. This is not right to Oklahoma. I mean, whether you like Oklahoma or not, there's just no denying you, you can't deny the fact this is not right. This makes the sport look bad for God's sake. I mean, people are, people if these Longhorn fans want to laugh at OU, I'm like, this is not about the Red River rivalry. This is about the reputation of college football because and, uh, these rankings, these rankings being uh, inconsistent, as you say, that damages the reputation for God's sake. Do do I dare? Cause I know Ricky can hear me. Do I dare call out a certain ESPN analyst from college football right now? Do it, dude. Mister Greg Microwave, aka a former quarterback for Alabama. He was on Get Up, and this is what he said about Cincinnati. Okay, they are not beating the less less superior teams the way they should. They win at Notre Dame is the standard. Correct me if I'm wrong, Alex. I don't know if people can hear Ricky, so if they can't, I'm sorry. But didn't I come on here last week and said they are in conference play? Yep. Which means the teams that they are playing know them. So you're going to sit here and say, oh, Alabama short against LSU. Hey, it is what it is. It's a rivalry. It ain't the SEC. That's what it does. Uh, It's toasting the American Conference. No. Tulsa's an American conference. Uh is is UCF an American it's conference US USA. At least no, Tulsa is in it. Tulsa's an American conference. I know the conference from top to bottom. Oh yeah, you're right. Yeah, that's right. They were a conference USA at one point, but you UCF is in the American conference. Mm-hmm. Matter of fact, 
them two been going at it for the past three for the past three years before this year for the conference. And the only reason why Houston is above Cincinnati is because Houston has has a one more win in conference play. That means they it is that's gonna get corrected. Trust me. Well, it better. Houston is in the American Conference. Uh, Memphis is in their American Conference. SMU is in their American Conference. They are. Navy is in the American Conference. Mm-hmm. So along with South Florida, Tulane, Memphis, East Carolina. That's Vince McMahon's alma mater, East Carolina. So y'all want <laughs> y'all want Cincinnati to run through their conference, but at the same time, want to look at Alabama and like, yo, it's LSU, it's Texas A&M, it's a conference game. Do I hear? Do, do I do I hear? What's the word I'm looking for? Hmm. It's on the tip of my tongue. Uh, I can't. It's on there. Uh, hypocritical. Yeah, that would be your word. You've you, you've pointed out before, dude. How dare y'all sit here and say Cincinnati need to blow out everybody on their schedule when they in conference play? And you just said when it comes to conference play, it's not gonna be that easy. I mean, number one, correct me. If, how many times have I said this on the show, Darnell? If this isn't any sport. There's no such thing as an easy win. My my boy Henry's in the chat, right? I want Henry. Henry, answer me this question. Oregon struggled against Washington, correct? Because it's a rivalry game. It is a conference game, correct? This is why Oregon and Washington is a game to watch. This is why Oregon and Washington State is a game to watch. When you in conference play... You're playing against teams who know you. They know what you like to do. This is why people don't like college football. This is why people can't stand college football because y'all want y'all want these y'all want certain teams that's trying to make a name for themselves that's in a group of five like a UCF, like a Boise State, like a Cincinnati to blow out their conference, but it's still conference play. It, it's still conference play, though. You in conference. Matter of fact, I know y'all can see my Google Five Top Five. I get that in a minute and a week late because I got to keep continuing on this. Coastal Carolina was undefeated, right? They were. They took a trip to Appalachian State, right? They did. Did not put that on the on a game week because don't be surprised if App State do what they do best. And what did App State do? They beat them. R- correct, huh? They did beat them. Appalachian so State beat them. And we uh, did you have you seen Coastal Carolina anywhere on this on this playoff committee list? Anywhere? No. no, 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 right? No, I mean the only way I've seen them is a, is a, is in your top five. But yeah, BYU. How many how many games BYU lost? How many how many games did BYU lose? Well, I'm looking at the record right now, actually. BYU football, saying it in the independent, of course. Although coming off a big win, but that was against a small team. They're eight and two. Is BYU? They lost to Baylor. 
I mean, they lost to my fact, they lost to Boise first because we said you in the spotlight now. You up to number 10 and you got Boise coming in. And what did I say about Boise State? Well, the question was, is can they handle the spotlight? Boise went in there and tapped that ass. So the answer was clearly no. And then they came back the following week and got beat by Baylor. Yeah. But they're independent, correct? They are. They're not in the conference. They hit that with Notre Dame. But yet, hold on. Uh, San Diego State. They had 22. But they lost to Fresno State, right? Yeah. You know, and as you mentioned, BYU is ranked number 14. Do you see Fresno State in the, in the rankings? Nope. Because they lost to who? San Diego State. No, they lost to Boise State. Oh, oh Boise State. Sorry. They lost to Boise State. <laughs> so the Power Five conference play matters, but the Group of Five conference play don't matter. Oh, it's not the same level of competition. Of course, it's not. We all know that we ain't stupid. That's why we. That's why people are don't like college football, and don't they don't like the analysts for college football because y'all hypocritical. Y'all want to punish Cincinnati for playing conference play with the teams that know how to play them. But you want to reward LSU and Alabama and Michigan and Ohio State because they had conference play and they surviving. Like y'all, y'all being so hypocritical. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. And it's and it's it's right in front of everybody's face now. It's in front of everybody's face now. Everybody know now. You know what you know what it took place when Boise State came onto the scene first? What would that be? It, it, it showed okay, these these small schools Mike and once in a while, you know, you know how Steven they like to say a dead clock is white twice a day. <laughs> That's what Boise State was. Okay. They caught Oklahoma, they caught Oregon, you know, they 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 got this. We understand it happens, okay? It's football, right? It's football. And then here come UCF. Yo, hold on. This this team put no points left and right here. Wait a minute. How you how do you stop this offense? Baylor had a shot. They couldn't stop him. Blake boys and them put up points left and right in the Fiesta Bowl. I remember that game very well. Okay, some years go by. Hey, hey UCF Scott Frost, these boys are balling. Wait a minute. These they, they the only unbeaten team in college football. Nah, we want Alabama, we want Ohio State, we want Oklahoma, we want these guys in the playoffs. We don't want UCF in the playoffs. We're going to put y'all against Auburn and see how y'all do in the Peach Bowl. They beat Auburn. They say, y'all, you know what? We're going to claim national championship because y'all were scared to put us in there. And everybody's like, oh, they ain't winning. They ain't. No. You know what's starting to happen now? People starting to look at UCF and these teams and they're like, yo, maybe they should have been in. Maybe they should have been in because the playoffs that y'all gave was, was, was ridiculous. Y'all put Notre Dame in there twice and both times they be in there, they got their ass whooped. They did. Hmm. And I can't forget Cincinnati's win over Notre Dame. You put Oklahoma in there, uh, they can't even get out of the semifinals. Sometimes, oh. if a change is necessary, then do it. 
Ohio State was the first one to win under Urban Myers. Alabama took over. Then Clemson. Then Alabama and Clemson. And then you snuck in LSU in there. And then Alabama came right back. Your facts can't be ignored, dude. That's why I've been sitting here quiet because I'm listening to you, dude. You see, the fact that you're you're putting up all the accurate facts, but you know, of course, you know all that effort, and then the NCAA is going to look at is going to look at it and say, ah, what does he know? But I'm like, what Darnell just said is accurate. Okay, give the man a break. Give the man his respect. He's right. It's not going to happen. They don't care. You know, they ignorance is going to be the downfall of college football. Ignor- ignorance and, you know, lack of intelligence, obviously. And, 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 the, and No, the it's, not, it's not lack of intelligence. They it's corruption. Ignorant. It's corru- and corruption. They want the big name schools. They want Alabama. They want a Georgia. They want to know that name and Ohio State in there. It's all about the money. There you go. It's about money. They want value, but guess what? Put Cincinnati in now. Is that why the word corruption fits in? Mm-hmm. Let Cincinnati get in. Give them that opportunity. I mean, Cincinnati could, you know, Cincinnati being that good, they could draw. I mean, it, 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 this whole thing, it's, it's like in pro wrestling. It's like a, a dude who's not very well known. He's super talented. And all of a sudden, he's drawing a crowd. He's drawing a crowd and making money. You keep going. Um, AKA, AKA Daniel Bryan, the Yes Movement. Kofi Mania. Yeah. Give one of these group of five schools the opportunity to get enough. Let's see what they about. Cincinnati took, I said it last week, Cincinnati took Georgia to the, to the limit in last year's New York Six game. Yeah. They took them to the limit. To the limit. I mean, that's an understatement, my friend. UCF has already beaten Baylor in the New York Six. They beaten Arbor in the New York Six. They took LSU to the last seconds for LSU to win that game. And that was without they starting call McKenzie Milton, who was at Florida State right now. Cause that's the year he got injured again in against South Florida. Well, he did. So y'all sitting here. If Cincinnati continues to win, and I got a feeling. I, I just got this feeling. I got a feeling. Georgia's getting in, okay? Unless unless they mess around and screw up with uh Tennessee and Georgia Tech somehow. Georgia's going to be a luck, okay? But what if, if Ohio State gets caught? Hmm? What if Alabama can't beat Georgia? What if I mean, Oregon gets I mean, caught? Imagine, I mean, imagine that Georgia and Ohio State. Would that, that would draw. What I'm saying? What if what if what if what if two through three, I mean two through four get caught before the last rankings are revealed? Well, whatever happens is I mean we can't predict it. Anything could happen. What if an army catches Alabama for the Iron Bowl? Oh boy. <laughs> I doubt that's gonna happen, but still Still got to take that seriously. What if? I mean, I mean, obviously, the, the easy way out would be to say it is what it what, is. But what if Michigan, Ohio State, and Michigan State all beat each other up? Michigan State already struck the first blow. 
Ohio State still got both Michigans to go against, and they got a and they got a game this week they need to go against. Well, for caught off guard, you know, it's actually going to do something. It's going to make an impact. I mean, these the element of surprise kicks in, and you have the you have the national championship. I imagine it's it's two teams that you wouldn't have expected to make it that far. <laughs> of course, that's going to put butts in the seat. I mean, it will. What if Notre Dame keep winning? But guess what? Cincinnati already beat them. <laughs> I mean, if, if Notre Dame is over Cincinnati, those Cincinnati fans, I mean, they're already pissed off. It's only gonna it's only gonna stir the pot even more. I don't even gotta beat Cincinnati fans. Let let Notre Dame finish it off and the rest of the team and it's a chaos and Notre Dame gets in before Cincinnati. Hell on earth for college football. It ain't gonna be just Cincinnati fans. It's gonna be a lot of people gonna go crazy. Because y'all just tried the group of five real hard. I'm just saying. Top five group of five. As you can see, no changes happen because everybody won. <laughs> if everybody wins, there's nothing to change, correct? Mm-mm. So number five, Coastal Carolina. Number four, Louisiana. Number three, Houston. Number two, University of Texas San Antonio. And number one is who've been number one for like I think every week by now, <laughs> Cincinnati. Play it. Meep, meep. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they're the roadrunners. You might as well play it. Play it again. Meep, meep. Meep, meep. So they 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 won a hard fall game against Utah. That was a good <laughs> game. They and they survived on the road. So shout out to the roadrunners. <laughs> All right, now let's get into the week slate for 11. Number one on the list. Would you like to introduce the first thing on the list, Bearman? Well, that would be a Big 12 showdown, the Oklahoma Sooners and the Baylor Bears. 12 p.m. on Fox. Oklahoma wins this game. They're going to leapfrog Cincinnati. I'm just going to say that right wins, now. But if Baylor wins, oh, the, o- bit, the, OU's the Big 12 over, is screwed. Right? The Big 12 is screwed. I mean, I think I think it is either way. The Big 12 is screwed if Oklahoma lose. I mean, they need Oklahoma, they need Oklahoma to go all the way, and they need Oklahoma State to make it to Bedlam with just that one loss that they got. Other than that, Oklahoma loses, the Big 12 is screwed. Yeah, but... I don't. I don't think Oklahoma will lose. So they need that game. They need that game. Twelve p.m. Fox. Also at twelve p.m. ESPNU, UCF, SMU, Battle in the American Conference. This is is it four versus five or three versus four in the American Conference? Well, UCF is still a. Uh... <laughs> right now, American Conference. Yeah, this is a fight for the American. The American is still up for grabs. It is. And to answer your question, it's it's a uh, yeah UCF and SMU. Yeah, it is number three versus number four. Number three versus number four in the American Conference. This is a big game. It is. The, the loser is most likely out, and the winner is just waiting on Houston and Cincinnati. One of them to, to mess up. 
It's, it's interesting how late when the later you get into these season, what team that you think is done is not done. It's not done till it's done. We haven't. Toledo's winning 14 on the Olden Bowling Green. That's very good to know. And that is. Is that Conference US? I want to say Conference USA. If not, it's Sun Belt. It's one of them two conferences. All right. Sticking with the tw- they're sticking with the new time, ABC. <laughs> Speaking of one of the teams that we are looking at when it comes to the college football playoff, number six, Michigan is at Penn State. Penn, and, and Penn State. Not even ranked. It's not even ranked. Penn State is not ranked. So what would it be if Jim Harbaugh goes in there and take an air to James Franklin? That would be horrible. <laughs> the Big Ten East is up for grabs because Ohio State, Michigan, Michigan State, and Penn, Penn State still got something to say about this. They're not done. I just hope y'all know that. They're not done. Penn State looking to spoil somebody right now. I mean, speaking of spoiling, I mean, Purdue at Ohio State. That's when we get to 330 slots, A, B, C. So after you finish watching whatever happens in Penn State and Michigan, you can stay at ABC because guess what? They're going to stick with the Big Ten because the spoiler makers taking a trip to Columbus, Ohio to take on the number four seed, the Buckeyes of Ohio State. <laughs> if they make it three in a row, the Big Ten is going to lose it. You know that, right? <laughs> oh, big time. If the Boilermakers make it three in a row, the Big Ten is going to lose it. I mean, Purdue has pulled off an upset on the road and at home. So we can't say, oh, this is in Columbus. There's no way Ohio State loses. No, Purdue picked, picked up the upset at Iowa. And they upset Michigan State at home. All right, now. The bet the Big Ten committee sitting there like pretty bet not win this damn game. Don't 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 pay no don't pay no reps. Don't talk to Purdue and say y'all lose this game for us. No, 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 no. Let these boys play it out on the field. Because boy, all Cincinnati needs is one of the one of the top three to lose. That's all they need. Just one of the top three to lose. And it's on. Oh, it's going to be on. Now, Ohio State wins because I do. Uh, CJ Stroud is running for the Heisman right now, okay? I'm pretty sure he doesn't He doesn't want to have a same, the same type of game he had against Nebraska because we thought Nebraska was going to bon- get their butts blown out, which they didn't. They didn't. So we don't need CJ Stroud to play like that again because we're talking Heisman, okay? Just saying though, if the spoiler makers come out, consider consider the playoff playoff picture and chaos. And speaking of one of the teams that Purdue knocked off, Iowa, ranked twenty, they host in Minnesota at three thirty on the Big Ten Network. Warrior boat versus the Hawkeyes. This should be fun. Because Iowa, I don't know, can Iowa right the ship and get back in the winning ways, or can Minnesota get back to what they was last year? I mean, somebody got to get right. Minnesota just had a bad loss to Illinois, didn't they? Were they like an embarrassing loss? Mm-hmm. I'm just, 
like I said, can somebody get this? This can somebody get right? I mean, I was I was take the win, but I mean, just don't trust anybody, right? <laughs> oh, oh, the dean from yesterday ain't that something? They made it over to college football. Yeah, I mean, especially this at this point of the season, then yeah. It's rightfully I, so. I bet Ricky's smiling in the background. He ain't that's hand ETA right now. And well, and then we get to prime time. Number eleven, Texas A and M at fifteen old miss. I'll talk about uh an SEC showdown. That's definitely uh that, that's definitely gonna tune that, that's definitely gonna get some people to tune in on that match. Jimbo versus Kiffin. All right, Matt Corral, you didn't look good against Arbor. Now you got to deal with Texas A&M. Let's see how this goes. I believe Matt Corral is still in line for the Heisman right now, but uh, he gonna have to. You can he have to figure something out about the Texas A&M defense, who shut down Bo Nix. By the way. Let's see how that goes. And then 7.30, ABC 7.30, the Notre Dame Fighter Irish, number nine. They going to Virginia. You take on the Cavaliers. Is it me or a team that lost that loses two games we don't pay attention to? Because Virginia is like, what, six and two? <laughs> well, they, did lose to, they lost to BYU. I know that. Well, at least I think they did. They, hey, that was a hell of a game, too. Yeah. Sure that was, was a hell. Of, that was a hell of a game. BYU needed that win because they were slipping. <laughs> Notre Dame, don't walk in now. Think you all big and bad? Because Virginia can knock some teams off here. Don't get it twisted. They season two. They will knock some teams off. Okay. Don't get it twisted. And then seven thirty ACC Network. You know this bear man. As soon as a team lost, they on the channel that nobody nobody watches. You notice that? <laughs> who who watches the ACC network? Um, no, no one that I know does. Sixteen, NC State is at twelfth rank. Wake Forest. <laughs> now, if Wake Forest wouldn't have lost to North Carolina, don't you think it would probably been on one of the ESPN channels? Oh, more than likely. You know, probably on ABC because you're talking rank versus rank matchup instead of rank versus unranked matchup. <laughs> I mean, you, you see where I'm coming from, right? I do. We have a rank versus rank matchup, but Notre Dame going to Virginia is more is more headliner than NC State and Rake Force. <laughs> but if Rake Force would have beaten North Carolina, they, those two would have flipped one. Don't you think they would have flipped? I suppose so. <laughs> I'm just like, you know, there's all the inconsistency, nothing to expect, you know. I'm just like, just sit there watching, okay, you know, what happened this week that's inconsistent? I mean, that, that's what that's what college football has regressed to. But, hey, let's see how can the DB Dingers wake up after losing to one North Carolina team, and now you got to play the other North Carolina team. That should be fun. And the one North Carolina team that you're playing against Saturday is a better defensive team. So I don't see 50 points being scored. 
They might get to 20. They might look up and get to 30. But I don't see Wake Forest throwing up 50 against this NC State defense. So watch that one closely if you got the ACC network. And then, you know, if I, think, if I didn't think if I didn't think I was going back to the Mountain West, y'all crazy because I believe we probably had a Mountain West game for the longest on every sleep. <laughs> <laughs> Nevada is going to 22 San Diego State, 10.30 p.m. CBS Sports Network. 10.30. I mean, keep in mind, it's, two, two, it's in San Diego. It's two hours ahead. Well, for me, for you, it's three hours. It's three hours before, I should say. So you're talking the Mountain West is still up for grabs. <laughs> As you mentioned, yes. Who's Fresno State already knocked off San Diego State, and then Boise State knocked off Fresno State. <laughs> San Diego State already beat Boise State. The Mountain West is fun. The Mountain West is the Mountain West is, is the conference I would I would enjoy being in because everybody beating each other up. Who wants it more? Is what we trying to say. Who wants it more? That's the best way to say it. So that is my week 11 slate. And I mean, I love these. I love picking these games, but these games are something to watch. Oh, trust me. Ain't nothing going to be decided in the Big Ten after, after Saturday because Ohio State still got the Michigans to go against each other. And the Michigans still got to deal with Penn State. As <laughs> <laughs> one's playing Penn State this weekend. The Big Ten East is up for grabs. The Big Ten West is still up for grabs because who that who the hell gonna get to the goddamn Big Ten championship? Minnesota, Wisconsin, Iowa. Who who want to go in the West? I mean, so, look at the rest of the games. I mean, there's not really any other interesting games aside from these. So I mean, next week, eh, like you just and, mentioned, uh, Michigan State and Ohio State next week in Columbus, Ohio. For the state of Florida, ladies and gentlemen, I will say this because I'm not gonna be a hater. I'm gonna be a, I'm gonna be a journalist here. Miami and Florida State get together on Saturday. Neither one's in a race for their conference, but it is a rivalry game. So Florida and Miami, Florida State and Miami, and Miami is this Saturday. And 17 days from now, Florida State and Florida in Gainesville. So the state of Florida is up for grabs. <laughs> sure is. For those of you who love bragging rights, and I know a lot of y'all do. So that's test one. I'm just saying. So, there you go. That's all I got. By the way, seven, the score now is Toledo 14, Bowling Green 7. It's the score update for those who are watching the game right now who, who are interested in that game. But that's all I got for y'all. Final, final thoughts, Bear Man. <laughs> Just, just gonna watch and see these results, and but now I'm curious to know, like the next week when, when the when the playoff rankings update, let's see how even worse the, the consistency is after that. <laughs> and yes, we will be back on the air next Wednesday, six thirty. Oh, definitely will. And trust me, I will be locking and loaded. I won't be on Saturday or Tuesday coming up, but, but Ricky will be here for that. Me and but, Ricky. But trust and learn. When Wednesday get here. I will be here. You know what, Bearman? I might bring a guest on. You know, I might bring a guest on. 
I just might bring I just might bring somebody on because this 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 right here. Because I'm I'm I want the people to know, yeah, this is just not coming from me. I know I know personally people who says the same thing that I'm saying about college football right now. You might as well bring them on because it's another way to solidify and, and to back up your facts. Even though I know what you're saying is true, of course, some people just can't accept it. I mean, the NCAA sure as hell won't. Trust me. I, I be on social media looking at everybody like, really? I see it. I believe you. <laughs> but until then, uh, until next week. That's the Bear Man Texas over in Texas. Mm-hmm. I am down at Peck Miller. I'm down there to play Make It a Silence. And uh, Ricky is producing in the background. So y'all will see him Saturday. Until then, we'll catch y'all later. Deuces. Hey, did you like that show? Like, share, follow, subscribe. Share out our shows to all of your social media. Need merchandise? Check out paintrainpipebomb.threadless.com for quality merchandise at great prices. Tune in next time for another edition of Arch Rivals Football, and we'll catch you on the flip side.